0: oh uh, what the hell uh mind and the motorcycle <clears throat> naked news improv year three volume one thirteen december thirteenth twenty twenty two i am a lone voice in the universe and I'm, i my i don't know what my voice was doing it's okay last week i didn't have a voice so um it'll it'll work out i'm cool and just a quick uh clerical note it's gonna be very interesting uh I've stapled uh, the multi-page stories on the upper right-hand corner, Um, and if you think about it, we always staple on the upper left, and we turn in in that, you know, direction toward the left. So this is like, um, I don't know, kind of like a British staple. I did it so I wouldn't fold pages into the microphone, and we're going to see if it works. Uh, All right, let's do it. This is a bulletin, at least for me, and now for me to you. A couple of hours before recording this episode, I picked up that the U.S. Senate had just passed the Yemen War Powers Act, which, quite honestly, is unbelievable. It gets the U.S. out of the war in Yemen, which is and has been a horrific nightmare for the people of that country. I have been sharing it with you for probably two years now, because I actually, I just couldn't believe it. We have empowered the Saudis in every way imaginable to destroy the Houthi people of that country. Starvation, malnutrition, and death are their diet. So, great news story. And um, I actually had a story um, prior to this news, and I'm going to actually segue into it right now as if I just didn't read the prior story. Um, As I was going with the story of Ukraine and the children being victimized in war, and then up pops this story about the US in Yemen. This has been such a clusterfuck on our part, it is pathetic, and we have been covering it for quite some time. Um, However, this story deserves huge attention keeping in mind, you know, what I just kind of led off with. So, uh, the United Nations International Children's Emergency Fund on Monday released a report showing that more than 11,000 young people have been killed or injured in the U.S.-backed conflict where a Saudi-led coalition has been carrying out attacks since 2015. The true death toll of children is likely far higher said the agency commonly known as UNICEF, as millions face hunger and disease. Uh, The known number of maimed children in Yemen is equivalent to about four young people being hurt every day, and that's according to UNICEF. Um, Nearly 4,000 boys were recruited as child soldiers between March 2015 and September 2022, and uh, so... Um, just unimaginably awful, roughly 2.2 million Yemeni young people face acute malnourishment and one quarter of those are children under the age of five. The UN development program estimated a far higher death toll among children in Yemen more than a year ago, saying that by the end of 2021, get this, 377,000 Yemenis were expected to have died as a result of the war everything is all wrong in the world nothing seems to make any sense we are knowingly killing children in yemen and it's great for business so this is the story that goes along with that flash um about the yemen war powers act and uh, i really hope it brings an end to that fucking nightmare uh joe biden today uh signed a law signed into law a bill that was passed by congress that mandates federal recognition for same-sex and interracial marriage, Um, which is great. And then at the same time, um, it's amazing that this is somehow deemed to be an accomplishment. Um, I really did have a lead story uh, before, um, and it relates to fusion. After decades of experimentation and billions of dollars in public investment, U.S. government scientists have reportedly achieved a major breakthrough in fusion energy technology, and that honestly is a potential game changer in the critical pursuit of clean, reliable, and low-cost alternatives to fossil fuels and conventional nuclear power. Uh, The Financial Times reported last Sunday that scientists at a federal lab in California successfully produced a net energy gain— in a fusion reaction for the very first time. Uh, the experiment, according to people aware of the outcome, produced more energy than expected, damaging some of the facility's equipment. Uh, Arthur <clears throat> Terrell, uh, he's a plasma physicist, and, and the author wrote on Twitter the quote, if this is true, we are witnessing a moment of history, controlling the power source of the stars, is the greatest technological challenge humanity has ever undertaken. Me? Holy shit. The idea of fusion as an energy source has been banging around for a long time, and skepticism has been its byproduct. This possibility is amazing, and we'll see how oil and gas try to fuck it up, like Detroit and the electric car in the 60s. So, um, you know, pardon my cynicism. Um, It's well-earned. And speaking of, um, in Montreal last week in this, um, it's the 15th Conference of the Parties, that's a COP, so it's COP 15, of the Convention on Biological Diversity, um, and uh, get this now, 192 UN countries um, have signed on uh, to this uh, biodiversity pledge, and it was drafted in 1992, um, there is only one country that has not signed this uh, Biodiversity uh, can, biodiversity Treaty. Yes, it's the United States. Uh, and uh, how the fuck can we be the only country in the United Nations who hasn't signed this treaty? I don't even understand how this can be a political issue. Doing everything we can to ensure all the lives of the members of the natural world is what makes us human beings and carrying the responsibilities that come with this privilege. Jesus Christ. Um, Okay, we're going to stay with the outrage. A trove of internal documents from companies including BP, ExxonMobil, and Chevron reveal how the fossil fuel industry has continued to make massive long-term investments in oil and gas extraction even as the corporations have publicly claimed to be committed to aiding in a transition to a renewable energy economy uh, the documents reveal that executives have privately can have privately continued planning future investments in oil and gas extraction me. I got to tell you, doing these kind of stories over and over again does not fill one with any real hope for anything other than dealing with the consequences of our inaction on so many levels. It almost feels infinite. Telling the story and changing the narratives are planets apart. Researchers in the University of Vermont published a new study called Frontiers in Human Dynamics, um, and it's following the largest ever nationwide investigation of how the climate crisis and related factors are influencing U.S. migration patterns. Um, it's titled Flock, Flocking to Fire. The study shows that between 2010 and 2020, people most often moved away from areas across the Midwest and Great Plains, including counties that have been hit by frequent heat waves and hurricanes. The top destinations for people moving within the U.S. included the Pacific Northwest, the Southwest, and parts of the Southeast. Well, nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. Obviously, climate is everywhere, and everywhere is feeling the effects of the climate catastrophe. Over time, the alternatives are going to dwindle because there is no escape from it. Um, A sliver of good news Climate and environmental campaigners last Wednesday hailed the first ever U.S. government offshore wind power lease sale um, off the Pacific coast. It was an auction that drew over three quarters of a billion dollars in winning bids. Uh, The five offshore lease sites um, are two near Eureka uh, in Humboldt County in in northern California and three near Morro Bay off the central coast. So uh, a little bit of good news. So In the midst of the ongoing climate shit show, there is always good news, even though it can sometimes be hard to find. The wind and the sun are free to capture, unlike oil and gas, which need a lot of work to pull them out of the ground, not to mention the awful climate and environmental effects caused by them. Okay, little union stuff. Um, This is the first of two stories about a strike at the New York Times. Um, over 1,000 New York Times uh, workers. Um, let's see, what are they doing? Is there? There are. They got together last week. They're planning. Uh, they were planning a full-day walkout and afternoon rally um, last Thursday, December 8th. Uh, doing this amid ongoing negotiations with newspaper management about pay and health care conditions. Um, you know, me and unions. There is. There. Uh, this is such a high-profile. Um, from a media standpoint, we will keep an eye on it. And again, I'm, I'm talking about uh, the New York Times and the second story. More than 1,000 New York Times journalists and other staff walked off the job for 24 hours last Thursday, frustrated by contract negotiations that have dragged on for months um, in the newspaper's biggest labor dispute and more than 40 years. The News Guild of New York went through with its pledge to strike after the two sides failed to reach a deal in marathon negotiations um, that broke off last Wednesday evening, and that was the prior story. Well, we'll see what happens next. They threatened to strike, and they struck. What's next? We'll see. Speaking of strikes, uh, progressive lawmakers, including Senator Bernie Sanders and Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, led dozens of their colleagues last Friday In calling on President Biden to take executive action to ensure railroad workers are afforded the paid sick leave they have long called for, but was left out of the contract brokered by the White House. I talked about it last week. I did. I did. Um, Glad to see this news. I knew withholding railroad workers' sick leave was going to bite the government in the ass. Like all union news, I'll be keeping an eye open for what's coming down the tracks. Down the tracks, you get railroad, you, you get, it. I, I I just thought of, it. it's, a, it's a joke. Uh, the Issaquah, Washington-based company called Costco has emerged as a leader on another critical issue that dominated the retail sector in 2022 and its labor relations and the employee rush to unionize something we have been covering, as I just talked about. Uh, but Costco has managed to separate itself from the pack, Building on a reputation is one of the friendliest places to work in retail. Uh, According to an outfit called Glassdoor, Costco employees rated the company as four out of five, putting it well ahead of competitors like Sam's Club, Target, and Amazon, all all those other people. um, They've set a higher entry-level wage, more full-time jobs, more access to employee benefits, and generally probably better working conditions as well. Um, And that's a quote from William Brucher, an assistant teaching professor of labor studies and employment relations at Rutgers University. Um, Unions came into existence because workers were being completely taken advantage of by management ownership. You know, it's amazing what can happen when you treat people with respect and you pay them and care for them accordingly. Money spent on workers is more than made up in productivity and profitability. And Costco seems to know that. And it man, it's working. Uh let's go to the defense budget. Uh peace advocates last Thursday slammed the House of Representatives for passage of a Mammoth $858 billion military spending bill. Uh this new bill authorizes an $80 billion military spending increase over last year's budget, and $118 billion more than when President Biden took office in 2021. The 2023 allocation, get ready for this, <clears throat> this budget is more than the combined military budgets of China, India, the United Kingdom, Russia, France, Germany, Saudi Arabia, Japan, and South Korea, so more than the aggregate spending of all of those countries. And get this, the $858 billion does not include um, additional spending on the U.S. nuclear arsenal or contributions to the UK's defense or veterans benefit. The number has got to be, I'll bet you uh, it's $100 billion. Uh, me, You think there's any money left for a peace budget? Nah, there's no money in peace. Uh, Twitter time. Uh, Now with mass layoffs uh, in the company, Twitter's human rights team is gone, as are the investigators who are tracking state-backed domestic manipulation efforts and propaganda in high-risk countries including Honduras, Ethiopia, and India. Uh, just yesterday, Musk disbanded the Trust and Safety Council, a group of volunteers from around the world who tried to improve safety on the platform. And that's according to NBC. Um, Musk is out of his box. Um, last suggestion, uh, he suggested that Russia and Ukraine swap land in order to end the war. Who the fuck asked him? Um, Muskin is is an example of ego on steroids, the world is now his toy, and he has no more sense of responsibility than a child. Uh, The first thing I would say to him if we met is, who the fuck do you think you are? Uh, The Ukraine and and the story about children, which is awful. Uh, One of the worst atrocities to come to light since uh, Putin ordered the invasion of the former Soviet Republic earlier in the year, more than 1,000 children in Kherson were taken away while Russia occupied the city for eight months um, until its liberation in mid-November. Get this now, more than 13,000 children in total have been kidnapped according to the Ukrainian government. Sometimes Russian troops convinced parents to relinquish their children with the enticement of free summer camps in Russia. Everything about war is ugly. Imagine being a five-year-old child in Ukraine, living with all that destruction and depravity. Then you are kidnapped from your family, those who love you. 13,000 little ones, stolen from their mommies and daddies. You want to talk about a war crime? (sighs) A little lightness here. Um, France will make condoms free for everyone age 25 and under starting next year. It's a move uh, aimed at curbing the rise of uh, STIs, sexually transmitted infections. President Emmanuel Macron announced, Macron announced the decision in a Twitter video saying it was part of a larger health initiative meant to improve public access to health care including contraception and sexually transmitted infection the plan would initially apply only to people between the ages of 18 to 25 but the president expanded it to include minors <coughs> excuse me following an outcry from activists and the public god bless europe and sex imagine this happening here how about no way We treat sex like it's a new invention, guided by the morality of God-fearing men and women who have never masturbated, not even once." Germany, and a a source of concern, Um, there were early morning raids uh, last week. Um, Authorities arrested uh, 25 alleged members um, and supporters of a far-right terrorist organization get this, accused of plotting to violently overthrow the German government. Uh, The organization was formed last year and those detained include members of the right-wing extremist Reichsberger, citizens of the Reich movement, and people influenced by uh, QAnon conspiracy theories. Oh, I'm so surprised. The uh, Associated Press reported that uh, while police raids against the far right are not uncommon in the country, Um, of course, still sensitive to their uh, Nazi past, the scale of this operation was unusual. Uh, The organization allegedly had created a ruling council as well as a military arm and various departments including foreign health and justice. Yes, um, it is a cause of concern to look at this story with some alarm. Um, On the other hand, Why should Germany be immune from a turn to the right? Look at Italy and Sweden and the growing tentacles of fascism all over the world. Um, Peruvian authorities detained President Pedro Castillo this week um, after the embattled leftist leader attempted to shutter parliament um, and rule by decree. This is a story from The Guardian. Uh, His removal and detention came as he faced an impeachment vote from lawmakers last Wednesday. The president had earlier announced that he would temporarily shut Congress and launch a government of exception. Uh, But uh, his uh, counter moves prompted a mass resignation by members of his cabinet and the withdrawal of support from Peru's security forces. Congress voted to remove him and the country's constitutional court labeled his attempt to dissolve the legislature as a coup. Well, let's hear it for Peru. We like to think the US is so advanced and countries like Peru are so backward. Wrong. They wouldn't allow a Trumpian president. Congratulations, Peru. Chinese President Xi Jinping uh, met uh, Gulf Arab leaders in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, uh, last Friday on the first of two, quote, milestone Arab summits showcasing Saudi Arabia's crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman as an aspiring leader of the Middle East and a key partner for global powers. Uh, Bin Salman earlier pledged that Gulf states would remain a safe and reliable source to supply the world with its energy needs. So it's the way of the world. Power loves power. And language don't matter. China and Saudi Arabia are businesses first and foremost. Here's a quote. There's no place for killer police robots in our city. And that's from San Francisco Supervisor Dean Preston. And that's after city officials voted last week against a controversial measure that would have allowed police to deploy robots with lethal force in extreme situations. And, uh, A familiar story to me. Uh, It's a brief follow-up to last week's story. Well, sanity rules the day, and I guarantee it's inevitable that robots will become more prominent in our lives. But really, what's the hurry? Um, Pentagon Papers whistleblower Daniel Ellsberg last week dared U.S. prosecutors to come after him like they have Julian Assange. And he did this by revealing in a BBC's uh, news interview <clears throat> that the WikiLeaks publisher sent him a back sent him backup leaked materials from former military analyst Chelsea Manning. He said, "Let me tell you a secret. I had possession of all the Chelsea Manning information before it came out in the press. Assange had sent it to him as a precaution." Well, How's that for a story? Ellsberg had the stuff all along and he did and said nothing. Uh, Google has revealed that Wordle is the most searched term this year in the US and globally. Um, And Wordle is a popular online game that gives players six chances to guess a five letter word and this goes on daily. some days, however, getting the answer is tricky, uh, prompting people to search for hints, tips, and even the result. <clears throat> and actually, Wordle is even being turned into a board game. Get this now. John Wardle, a Brooklyn-based software engineer formerly at Reddit, released the game in October, roughly a year ago, and it quickly became a cultural phenomenon, so much so that the New York Times bought Wordle in February of this year. I recently heard about Wordle. I am not a puzzle guy, but millions are. And this game, only a year old, is huge. So huge, the New York Times just bought it. Speaking of buying it, uh, this is some uh, statistics from the Pew folks. Uh, In the United States... 39% 39% of adults say they believe we are living in the end times defined as the destruction of the world as we know it. But 58% say they do not believe this. Christians are divided on the question with 47% saying we are living in the end times and 49 saying the opposite. Uh, majorities in the historically black, 76% and evangelical. Protestant traditions, 63%, believe humanity is living in the end times. 76% of African Americans, 63% of evangelical Protestants. Uh, Adults in southern states, 48%, are more likely to say this than those living in the Midwest, 37%. Northeast, 34%, or West, 31%. Um, when asked if Jesus will return to earth someday, get this, more than half of all U.S. adults, including three-quarters of Christians, say this will happen. Jesus will return to earth someday. Surveys about end times or Jesus coming back are indicative of a growing desperation amongst us all. I am willing to bet that the idea of J.C. coming back has to do with all of us finding the God within. One of the many reasons why the Buddha and I are buds. It all comes from within. That's where you find the light. JC never left the building. Okay, closing out. A little something uh, about children. Um, It just got me with some of the news from Yemen and, um, and so forth. Uh, this is a quote from uh, Winnie the Pooh by A. A. Milne. "If ever there is tomorrow when we're not together, there is something you must always remember. You are braver than you believe, stronger than you seem, and smarter than you think. But the most important thing is, even if we're apart, I will always be with you. God bless the children. My grandson is uh, 14 today, so it's happy birthday to my tomorrow, Um, and as I always say, um, until next week, same time, same station, God bless you all.